What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend, a debrief, and an effort to send biblical truth. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson, joining me in the host spotlight. Dear friend and brother of mine, Mark Francis. What is up? Good to see you, buddy. You say brother. Is, oh, big time. Is that like a big facts, bro. precursor to what the conversation, what's going to happen mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. today? Love you it. better believe it, bro. Family conversations. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Here he is back with us. I love it when this guy's on, Mark. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, John Avery. John, how you doing, my friend? Good. How are you? Good. Thank yeah. you for being here. Thank yeah. you for having yeah. me. So Very many good. things inside of that John Avery head that is abstract. I know. Oh, I know. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's really good. A lot of scripture. I know Alicia says that a lot too, yeah. but it came out in the conversation with Mark Carey, just spitting out scripture mm. passages. Mm. Love it. Mm. Yeah, so uh, yes, we have the courage to host a sermon spotlight when there really wasn't a sermon. Not, you not know what really. I mean? So welcome to the spotlight. Welcome to the spotlight uh, part two. We're going to mm. talk with John here, a little bit of a Sunday in review for the weekend, able to have a conversation with uh, Mark Carey. Yes. So, Yeah, I really appreciated that. Um, uh, Mark and I met several times before, just thinking through what are some helpful things to talk about. And uh, so we just kind of came up with a uh, why mm. is it important for families to to be in the Word together, mm. for parents, for grandparents, mm-hmm. for, you know, and I, and I really want to emphasize, yes, parents, grandparents, and then aunts and uncles, older siblings, the opportunity, siblings, yeah. yes, for the opportunity who are walking with Jesus to help your younger siblings. So it's not like people can sit there and go, that doesn't apply to me. Mm-hmm. You know? I love yeah. how that came out. Yeah. I feel like that that did yeah. come through. Good. And it really hit me when you're saying siblings. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's totally true. Whether they're young kid siblings or you're an older adult and you make a phone call to right. your brother and sister sure. around the world or around the country and sure. there's opportunities. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that happens to me. I do mm-hmm. that a lot. My mm-hmm. sister's younger than me and mm. we'll have chats every now and then. And she's like, I love it when we just chat about God stuff, Bible stuff. And, right. you know, yeah. and we kind of just, she picks my brain and I, mm. she, she says a few things and yeah, it's yes. fun. Yeah. 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 That's great. I appreciated seeing you both up there, just shooting the breeze a little bit together mm. too. I mm-hmm. think there was an underlying message just about the, the, the community of FBC and you guys are sort of related by family too. You know, you, yeah. you had kids grow up and marry each other. Which I should is cool. have done a better job of explaining that down in Fellowship Three because huh. we didn't experience the yeah. the scripture reading that you gave oh, mm. sure. in yes. the Fellowship One and Two services. Which mm. so Fellowship Saturday had their own scripture reading, generational reading. Yeah, Fellowship Three had that. as Wait, well. why does right. the scripture read upstairs help with the? Well, they referenced it in their sermon time together. Yeah. They, they mentioned oh, okay. Olivia, I mean, at oh, least yeah, five yeah. times, yes. right? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. and, and she's so adorable. Yeah. It right. was a very exactly. insider yeah. joke that we can continue to elaborate on the insider component of that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's cool. But I love how, sorry, I'm going to jump right No, in. no, please go. I love how the theme of passing it on to the next generation mm-hmm. came through. Yes. Loud and clear. Yes. Um, you know, we, we kickstarted that in the service with Psalm 78. Mm-hmm. Um, additional readings that the that the families were able to read together of like, well, what do, what are we passing on? Yeah. And it's the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord. Yes. And so that rung true, mm. I know, through mm-hmm. the whole service. So I appreciated that component. I'm sure you and Mark talked about that for sure a lot in advance yeah. too. Yeah. Just talking about, you know, why do we do it? How do we do it? And and what are some resources that are available here? I was going to ask, how many times yeah. have you said the phrase, we have some resources? Yeah. You're really good at it. You, well, the way yeah. you picked them all up and knew, yeah. it was very impressive. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's the yeah. season for you of really resourcing it, everyone it else. Here we <laughs> go. It's <laughs> home center time. Yeah, home center time. Make yeah. t-shirts, Mark. I yeah. love it. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really good. 
Man, um, yeah, I just, I, I appreciate the way the core value Sundays feel a little different as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that to our team in the worship meeting this morning, and even Mark Carey kind of was like, oh, good, I appreciate that. That's so interesting, dude. I agree. Mark Carey, this is who we're talking about, right? Yeah, he said about. the same thing in our lunch meeting later on, but he, took, he took that idea he, as his own. He's... Stole that's that. so oh, funny, so dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I'll be on him for that. Okay. He yeah. was like, you know what, guys? Like, it's really cool. Yeah, he said the exact <laughs> thing. Good job. Okay, there you go. I don't know. I, I think it's cool for the church to experience the, the core values, be able to, to know what they are and see them, and then mm. realize that it's not just something we want to preach through, but it's, it's something we want to show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's so like God in the sense that, you know, mm-hmm. we, we want to love God. We want to love His truth. We want to love the family. Uh, we want to love the church, and we want to love uh, the world. Why? Because God is love. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just so perfect yeah. of, of how we are to relate to one another in all of those aspects. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love the, a couple of things I'll bring out, and then you can elaborate on. Sure. But the, the idea of the kind of the teachable moments mm-hmm. that occur as a parent or a grandparent or a sibling or whatever it is sure. with younger kids, the yes. next generation, yep. and those teachable moments... You kind of break it down, and Scripture even did that. Of mm-hmm. you know, of when you sit down, and you know, yeah. Mark was elaborating that, that he attempted that, and Paul Carey, his son, would get up and he'd have to yell at them. But there's those yes. tough yeah. times where you try to have a family time together, hmm. or there are those just and oh by the way, in passing, right. you know, right. cruising down the road, and yeah. oh, you know, who made that tree right, right there? <laughs> exactly, and, you know? so funny. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah right. Good, yeah. But yeah. Um, those are that's so true. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and how we can, as parents, sometimes miss those moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't want, I think there's a potential tendency, and, and I think you guys probably found this too, that you can come away from that conversation over the weekend that you guys had feeling a little guilty, mm-hmm. feeling a little mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, I've, mm-hmm. I've the missed ball or, the mark yeah. on these things. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal, I know. No, that's not the intent. You know, but yeah. there, there's hope that you can still... Right, grow it, in these yeah. areas. Yeah, I think of I think of it more for me too as sitting there just talking about it. It it spurs me on. Yeah, so, you know, like mm. Hebrews talks about the spurring on of to love and good deeds. I, it's just a a desire to to be an encouragement. You know, I um, Psalm nineteen is such a cool psalm because he starts out by talking about how the heavens and everything just declare the glory of God. That's the first part of it. So it talks about the world and what God created and how it, it just shouts his glory. And then the second part of the psalm talks about how amazing his word is. So you have, these, mm-hmm. when you're talking about teachable moments, I was just thinking about that, that, you know, wherever we are, it, it points to God because of yeah. what he's created and right. who he is, you know. So the, these teachable moments are just all around us. But then, but then we have teachable moments that are actually from the word, you know, which is wonderful. And, and what the word of God, you know, it talks about how it's completely sufficient for restoring my soul and how that's what our kids need to hear. Mm-hmm. That's what our spouses need to hear is we encourage mm-hmm. one another um, from peer to peer, you know. I mean, just what a great opportunity we have every day mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to do that. So not to call you out, but you're the oldest one of, of the three of us sitting here <laughs> oh, with older children yes. who are now mm-hmm. growing up and you have grandchildren. Yeah. So looking back as a parent, as a mm-hmm. dad, how did your time progress of when they were four years old and mm-hmm. there you had to sit them down right. versus building and leading gradually to where they're 
teenagers into adulthood, where mm. did those times change for you? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure parents are watching and listening and they're like, yeah. you know, my only time I've got with them is one time a night, you know, one night a week. And sure. so where is that? Where does that change over? I, I mean, I have an answer for me when my kids are older teenagers right now. Yeah. And those sit down times are more and more challenging. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I found like I had a lot more sit down times when they're younger. So for you, what did that transition? Yeah, look like? I mean, that that was uh, the same for us when they were little, it was easier, you know, before bedtime, we would. Um, and, and a lot of times, it, it wasn't every night that we would have sit down, but we would, you know, once or twice, or maybe three times a week, we would say, okay, we're, we, we for us, we, we had these little devotionals that we used. Um, and, uh, as, as uh, you know, we had a little bit of an age difference between our oldest and our youngest, and so um, the, kind of the youngest would just kind of sit in. Um, but I, I, re, I remember very clearly that you never know what the younger ones are catching because mm-hmm. they, they, they mm-hmm. can. You know, one, one little story that I've, I've shared before, but I, I was using a flip chart with my older ones before school. It was a worldview flip chart that mm-hmm. we were just going through, and it would say, okay, well, what is atheism and, you know, belief there is no God? What is... What is monotheism? Belief in one God. What is polytheism? Belief in many gods. Okay, so we're doing this just kind of getting them thinking before school. And, and that was designed for Joshua, Hannah, and Sarah. And, and Leah and Benjamin were there, and they were just there eating their cereal. And, you know, uh, and, then, and then years ago, we had probe ministry here. And uh, <clears throat> the guy was talking about Mormonism. And in his talk, he said, um, you know, we, uh, Mormons you know, believe that there's a father God and mother God. And Benjamin was five years old. He's coloring his veggie tails thing. And he crawls up on my lap, which he could do when he was five. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he whispers in my ear. He says, Daddy, there's, uh, there's no such thing as mother God, is there? I said, no. I said, that's what the Mormons believe. He goes, oh, good, because that'd be polytheism. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, <laughs> he was listening. There you go. You know what I mean? And he was five. And and so, uh, so just uh, just that was such an encouragement. But you know we, so we started with that. And and as they got older, we, there was so much more as you're going mm-hmm. in the car, mo- quick moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And okay. and they weren't you know they weren't sermons. They weren't. But they were. We 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 sought to um, just talk to them about. I think number one, what what was God teaching me? Because I wanted them to see that God's word was important in my own heart, and that God was teaching me, and I wanted to just relay that. And so, as they got older, it definitely became, um, and getting into high school and sports and all that kind of stuff, uh, even before that, sports. But you know, just the as you go moments were really crucial. Mm-hmm. And something else that you said, I'll just share another story that reinforced it. A week before the sermon. Um, I like to go to La Coretta. That's like a big time lunch oh, spot yeah. for me. It's a hot spot. And it's a hot spot. And I was Very with affordable. somebody else here at FBC, and we ran into a former pastor here, Tim McManable. Hmm. And he showed up, and he's like, how's things going? And the he goat. instantly goes right to the, uh, some sort of spiritual question. How's your family? How are they doing with the Lord? I'm like, well, oh, okay. Yeah. The chips go. are good. Yeah. You know, the chips are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I said, I just kind of shared a few things, but he was like, they are watching you. Yeah. You know, and because yeah. he knows yeah. they're older now yeah. and the kids are older and he's like, right, right. you know, and he said something defective, more is caught than taught. Yeah. And he's like, so what you're modeling mm. is what they'll become. Yeah. And that there is something to your conversation with Mark Carey that said that too. And right. I instantly looked at him like, you are yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And that is the heartbeat of this coming sermon. So thank you for yeah. <laughs> emphasizing yeah. that. Yeah. But it was just that image in my mind of kind of the caught versus taught. Yes. We want to do both. Yes. But yeah. it starts with us. Well, and I don't, I don't know how universal it is, but of all the things I remember my parents saying, a lot of it is, is things they said to each other mm. that I overheard, 
or things that they said to other people they were counseling mm. or pouring into compared to what they if they're speaking to me as mm. a kid, I'm mm-hmm. already mid eye roll. I'm my parents are speaking to me. You <laughs> know what I mean? You get yeah. that middle yeah. teen oh, teenage years and stuff. Th- there is a yeah. the wire that yeah. tells a child I'm being spoken to. Right. It, it, that right. that synapse fires very quickly. Yes. But but to watch the way my dad would talk to my mom when they don't know I'm listening or I'm downstairs or around the corner or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have vivid memories of that stuff and God would come up. Right. And I and, and there was this intrinsic thing in me that said, Okay, clearly this God guy like actually does mean something to them because he's not mm-hmm. just coming up when they're disciplining me or making me go to Sunday school. Like mm-hmm. it's a part of their life. Yeah, it mm-hmm. comes up often with other people, and so I actually wanted. I, I remember wanting to be a youth student. I, I grew mm-hmm. up around youth. I, I would go on trips and be parts of small groups, and all these right. kids would be carrying me, tossing me, throwing, <laughs> throwing me around, and I'm like, I Wait, I want to be a part of this because I see, I see what's happening, and and so. I, I say that to encourage parents. If you're discouraged or even encouraged and wanting to demonstrate godly truth and love to your kids, start with your spouse in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, start with other people in their life in front of them, and around them. Part of your everyday and, and, conversation. Yeah, right? and show them that it is very much God calls us to love others, and yeah. you fall into that category absolutely. But so do they, and yeah. then and then it's not this closed window. My home is in crisis. My family's in crisis. They need Jesus. They're a part of the world, too, which is what yeah. we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, I'll just read this scripture here. I think it says, you, Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning with verse 2, you are our letter written on our hearts, known and read by all men, being manifested that you are a letter of Christ, cared for by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of the human heart. Mm. We're a letter mm. read by all men, you know, with the Holy Spirit within mm-hmm. us, and it's such a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and going along with that idea of it's all part of our conversation, our lifestyle is mm-hmm. that conversation. You brought up the word bless, mm. which I appreciate that because yeah. that is kind of this worship word vernacular that sometimes people don't fully understand yeah and you unpacked it in like a two minute mm-hmm. little just mini devotional of understanding what the word bless means yes. um mm. and looking at like psalm 34 and i'll bless the lord with all my heart yes. His praise will continually be in my mouth and yeah. that idea of constantly having god on our mouths mm-hmm. we should be doing in our families and by doing that we as a family are blessing the lord yeah you know and yeah, so that cool. was a well and, a and hopefully yeah. hopefully yeah. in that the inevitable moments of the flesh actually stand out against what is otherwise a very spirit-driven home mm-hmm. and a very spirit-driven culture i remember being old enough to kind of catch my mom and dad in a moment where i'm like oh, it doesn't seem you know mm-hmm. but it was good it was a healthy exposure and conversation about okay like God is clearly a priority in this home, and sometimes things are going to come up, and then you watch and listen for one family member to kind of bring it back around to biblical truth. Mm. I think that means so much more than a, a home that's kind of in crisis by default and then does bring up God Sunday mornings mm-hmm. or you know yeah. this, that, and the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it helps. So, it does. It, yeah, I, I was just going to say, it's such a wonderful opportunity because we're going to sin, mm-hmm. and we're going to sin Every day, yeah. And somebody, and, sorry to interrupt no, you, John, but yeah. I, I don't know if it was Tim or Mark, but somebody on the podcast had mentioned that there's merit to kind of a, having a spiritual deposit of having a devotional mm-hmm. life and scripture ready mm-hmm. for when something comes yes, instead right. of it hitting, and then you're like, oh, yeah. I got to call the church right. office, or right. man, I, I wonder what right. that resource was that John gave me. You know, like sure. regardless of where you're at in this yeah. core value of loving the family, you can be prepared. Yeah. Uh, none of us know for sure that we'll never be called to a role like that. Yeah. 
so yeah, we can good. be prepared, which I think is So good. what can you say yeah. then to somebody watching or listening who's a family or like, I am not doing any of this. Yeah. And they are feeling that like yeah. tension, sure. mm -hmm. healthy tension of yeah. something's got to change. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got to at least start somewhere yeah. with my kids. I don't yeah. know where, you know, we, yeah. what, what do you say? To yeah. Them? I would say the first thing to just say is, um, you personally just go to the Lord and know that you are deeply loved by him and that mm -hmm. he wants to say, okay, well, if you're not, let's just start. And it isn't like he's going hitting you up against the head. He's not. That's not what he's like. He he says, you know what? If if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so, there are many myriad of times, and I don't even remember them all. Where you know, I personally had had to go to the Lord over my family and say, Lord, forgive me for how I mm. just treated them. P please forgive me for how I acted towards them. And then I would have to talk to them too. But as a parent who might be saying, I haven't done any of this, or I do very little of it, you know what, just start with the Lord and say, Lord, would you, I, I want to start. Will you mm. forgive me for what, for, for, uh, for my lack of that? Um, mm. and, and start there and know that he is ready and, he's, and he wants to begin with us right, right then and there. And, uh, and then I think a, a, a really good place to start is, you know, the whole Deuteronomy 6 passage that we talked about. Mm -hmm. It first starts with our own love relationship with the Father. He loves us. He, wants, he calls us to love Him. Um, and then He says, He told them, you know, impress this word on your heart first. Then you'll be able to impress it on mm -hmm. your kids' hearts. Mm -hmm. And so as a parent, you know, it, it, it is. It, it's us spending time abiding in Christ, in His Word, and, and trusting Him. And, uh, and His Word, you know, I, I love it because I believe um, there's a guy who's with the Lord now, his name was Warren Wiersbe, and he was talking about the Bible, and he was, he was talking about, you know, he doesn't see them as commandments, he, he, he sees them as enablements. And he's saying the mm. more time he spent in the Word, the more he hungered for it. And I, I find that to be true in my own heart. Mm. And, and just asking God to impress his Word on our hearts as we spend time with him, and then we have something to share. You know, because it's going to be an overflow of the love mm -hmm. of God and His Word in our own kids' hearts, and mm -hmm. and we can just start 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 small. You know, you say, okay, I, I want to do a little formal teaching, so there are resources mm -hmm. <laughs> in the home center for little formal times of teaching. But then just asking God for opportunities for teachable moments to talk about Him as you're going along, mm -hmm. just just little small things, and mm -hmm. and first talking to Him about that, talking to the Lord about asking for those opportunities and for the grace to, to follow through. It's the Spirit that'll empower you yes. to yes. then ultimately carry it out right. and, yes, it and have those conversations if yes. you feel like you're not equipped, right. you know, if right. you feel like you don't know enough, if mm -hmm. you feel like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't have the time, or any yeah. of those potential yeah. obstacles or right. excuses, yeah. I yeah. guess, of the Spirit will lead you and guide mm -hmm. you. And, point you in that direction. Yeah, and, and you know, one, one of the things that, um, just maybe a couple simple things that could be a help, um, you can start in Proverbs. We, we would go um, just a proverb, um, when we would sit down in our formal time, we'd read a proverb and we'd say, okay, what, what was your favorite verse in that, pro in that chapter and why? And then we close in prayer, hmm. you know? Or, um, or if you just pick a gospel, the Gospel of John, and, and you could just read uh, half a chapter, a full chapter, as you sit down together, and then just say, what was Jesus like in this chapter? How did he treat people? You know what I mean? And just looking at the mm -hmm. person of Jesus mm -hmm. and what he's like. You know, it's just another simple way of, of approaching, just asking questions, observation questions about what you see in the, mm -hmm. uh, in the scriptures. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let scripture yeah. speaks for itself, and yeah. that's, what, yeah. that's what the Lord's given yeah, us. I yeah, I almost feel like I'm looking pulling back a little bit now and realizing that this is a five core value 
component mm-hmm. and, and how the progression works. I just, it, it, it gets me excited because mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, it starts with loving God mm-hmm. and loving his word. And yeah. those are two are kind of the upward component. Right. And then the outward component of this three prong part of loving family church, which is coming up next week, we'll talk about, and then world, it kind of goes in that progression. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. go out there and just start beating over the heads of people evangelizing, saying, go come to know Jesus, yet your your home is a mess. Mm. You know, you, you, you can't just go out there and start serving all around the church and doing lots of things mm-hmm. if your home is a mess. Mm-hmm. And so the, it starts with the family. And then, Caleb, what you're saying is it even starts with the spousal relationship, mm-hmm. the 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 husband-wife relationship and what the kids are watching and seeing. Mm-hmm. And then it starts with you personally, like what you're saying, John. Yeah. So just kind of synthesizing, hearing what you're saying, yeah. it really comes to fruition of the priorities in place of loving God, loving his word, yeah. having that personal relationship, right. loving your spouse, mm-hmm. then loving your kids, mm-hmm. and then it outflows to the others. Well, and right. Mark brought that up at the beginning of the sermon this weekend of the, the breakdown of the family compared to the breakdown of identifying with mm-hmm. religion and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And yeah. I mean, the, the biblical truth is marriage is a covenant and parenting is an opportunity. But when mm-hmm. we treat those things as the opposite of that mm-hmm. and we devalue marriage or, or consider these kids projects, we're going to get discouraged. And instead it's just, man, it's what an opportunity to reflect the church. And then also another resource is everything that happens in this building throughout the week, all these ministries yeah. that, that they, these the families can can use to partner with parents in the yeah. discipleship of these kids. That's something that I do with youth ministry, and I know Brian does with kids. Those are opportunities for them to start to practice, and not even practice, but actually do what they've called, what they've been called to do, be a part of the local body. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're not just the future church. They're right. the present. They're, they're it. They're yeah. in it with us, and mm-hmm. that's exciting to yep, think about. Yeah. So, John, I feel like you brought half the home center up to the stage yes. with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And and so yeah. I don't even I'm joking because right. I know that's not half. But right. like mm-hmm. what are some of those resources that you think you would want to highlight or plug yeah. again that people should sure really and, and we've ordered some more so they're gonna be there this Sweet. week. Yeah. So we were cleaned out. That's the word I was looking cleaned for out. when okay. I said that to you earlier. Yeah. Fair. yeah. And with, in a good way. Yeah. You know and uh, and what we were cleaned out of was the D six devotionals. D six is a ministry based off of Deuteronomy six mm-hmm. four through nine. And they're just, again, they're one way. They're not the way. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, I didn't use them when I kid. They weren't around. Mm-hmm. But they're just a, a, a neat resource for all different um, age groups. You know, there's a devotional guide for each age group from preschool all the way through um, parents who don't have kids in their home anymore. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, and and they are all going through the same scripture. And then they give parents ideas of how can we have these teachable moments. How can we um, what, what can we do? One of the things I forgot to mention that I wanted to is a couple years ago when we first got them, Jennifer Wiseman uh, recruited a, a handful of people to read them and write a review on them within the body here. Mm-hmm. And and every review that, review that came back was really positive and encouraging. Cool. So mm-hmm. they're they're really worth checking out. And they're at, yeah. they'll be they'll be more at the home center. Marcy said they're they're she ordered some more. So good. Um, but then again, you know the season pointers that are there always there on different topics that people are going through. Um, and uh, and then there's um, the idea cards. We'll have another. We'll have a new one. Uh, you can always pick up the ones that if you haven't gotten from the last several weeks, the last three weeks. Those core value reflection cards. Yes. That are one is focused on loving God and yes. then truth, and mm-hmm. now we release family, and so yes. they'll keep being there in yeah. the home center. Yeah, there'll be two more yeah. coming. Yeah. So and and then there are books there that for for checkout. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of good resources and in, in books there. 
Um, and, uh, and then the Faith Path Kit is there, and, and that is what we talked about, if, that you can sign up either at the Home Center or online at, at, at the website um, to receive an email for when your kid turns a certain age. You'll, you'll receive an email that says, hey, there's a Faith Path faith path packet mm. to pick up um and this one is and they're all age appropriate you know mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. this one might be talking about you know purity how do i help talk about my with my my child about um sexual purity and things mm -hmm. like that so if you're a parent and you're struggling i don't know what to do or what yeah. to say or what to read or what to yeah. talk about yeah the resources are there yeah and i'll steal your line it's is to make it make, um, easy and mm -hmm. likely yeah that this can happen in the home to be yeah. intentional right yeah yeah you guys make it easy and likely to just have a wonderful podcast. Well. I tell you what. You're the pretty face. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> Mark, what can we point people towards before we get out of here? Uh, I'm excited. Again, I'm excited about the continuation of the series and pursuing the next level of what it looks like to love the church. Mm -hmm. um, so the Fellowship Family Podcast, there's another one that's going to be released this coming Friday where we get a chance to talk about the launching of community groups mm -hmm. and the, the relationship that community groups brings to the body and to the church. And what does it look like to love others within the church? had a great conversation that you'll want to look out for on Friday, which leads to the service this coming weekend, which then will lead to more episodes that'll come. So just go to the Fellowship Family um, podcast because there's a lot of content out there. I know ministries are being launched, and so we're using that channel to explain some of these launching of ministries. So Caleb, you and I, we chatted last week, last yeah. Friday, that was part of it, but just there's so much stuff going on out there. Mm -hmm. We as a church want to communicate to, with you well. Um, so the website is always the first way to do it. There's events and activities landing page that will show you different things. And pretty soon we'll be launching an entire calendar for the year. So be on the lookout Sweet. for that. That will oh. tell you what are the ongoing things that happen on a weekly basis here at the church. And then what are the special events and activities. So be on the lookout for that. They'll be in the church in paper. They'll be online as well. Mark, you're the man. Okay. John, thank Thanks. you for being here, dude. Thanks for having me. Totally appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. As a reminder, you can find Sermon Spotlight all over the place on your favorite podcast platform and at fbcva.org. The fact of the matter, everybody, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love, God bless.